Welcome to the Winning Golf Podcast, where we will help you play better golf more often. Prepare to take your game to the next level and play the golf of your dreams with our host coach, Mark Pearson. Hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of Winning Golf. So what have we got for you in the weeks coming up? Uh, hopefully for players, we've got lots of takeaways that we're able to help you with your game, uh, take it to the next level, inspire you to greater performance. For one or two coaches that are looking in, hopefully they'll pick up some snippets of how to improve their players and go forward. The format of the show will vary each week. Sometimes I'll be in my car like I am now, maybe on my morning drive, sometimes my office, maybe my kitchen, sometimes the studio, wherever the mood takes me. What I really want to do though is passionately bring to you some thoughts, some ideas and some ways of taking your game forwards. My passion has always been how to develop golfers, how to get their performance level up a notch and to the next stage. Sometimes pretty much like today I will kick off with my thoughts but equally over the years I've met lots of people that have inspired me, coaches I respect, great ideas. You know most of what I'm going to talk to you about is, is not really my idea but a mixture of all the things that I've picked up over those years. So at times I'm going to have some special guests for you, uh, at times it will be my thoughts. What I really, really want though from this is that you do get every episode a takeaway to help you on your way to some winning golf. So, what's my story? Why am I qualified to talk to you about winning golf? Well, like most PGA coaches, I started as a player and fortunately uh, I was good enough to play some winning golf. I won a few tournaments, uh, but not good enough to maybe sustain it as a, as a playing career. So I became besotted, really, absolutely dedicated towards coaching. Unfortunately, uh, I've been able to coach plenty of people that have won tournaments. I've coached professionals that have won on all of Europe's major tours. Um, and ultimately, I've then been an operator of academies. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be academy director at the PGA National Headquarters at the Belfry. Uh, and now I have my own string of PMG, Performance Managed Golf, Golf Academies, were all doing pretty successfully. Throughout that period of time, I think I've been lucky. I've worked with some fantastic players. I've met some fantastic coaches. I've worked with some fantastic coaches. Uh, and so I probably developed an all-round experience of, of what is good for the player and probably what makes a good coach as well. And so my, my, my real passion has been, you know, how do players improve? Um, and I guess that's been the focus of my attention for maybe the last 10 years. Uh, what is the process? Not what are the bits and pieces, but what is the process that a, a coach puts in place? What are the aspects of it that a player has to put in place to be able to improve and develop their game to the level that they want to? I think that is the situation I'm at now, uh, and hopefully I'd like to share some of my thoughts and I'd like to bring in some guys that I hugely respect to put their slant on these subjects. Uh, I want to start today and, and I guess the takeaway from today's podcast is that 
what I want you to think of is to have a framework to your development. I've very definitely come up with a framework for trying to improve my players and I'd like you to have a think, whether you're a coach or a player, about how you're going about it. I have come up with a system, uh, a method of improving, not a method of coaching, but a method of going through the stages uh, and I'd like to share that with you now. The method that I've come up with, and, and firstly I'd like to say when, when I say a method, this is not a way of making every golfer swing in the, in the same style or with the same fundamentals. This is just a, a, a series of steps that we need to go through, in my opinion, uh, to try and improve. And, and it can be, as, as it pans out, very wide and varied. Uh, I stumbled across this, this process, this system, that I call the five P's, uh, almost by chance. Uh, I was in the pub uh, probably around 10, 11 years ago, uh, talking to one of my friends, a very respected businessman, he's not a golfer, um, and he was just asking me some questions and saying, you know, when you get a golfer in, whether it be a, a tour player or whether it's uh, a complete beginner, how do you go about that process of improving them? And, as I gradually explained this, it dawned on me that, that there was a very set system and process. What I've then done from that point, almost the light bulb moment of realizing I had a system is I've refined it, I've put it into you know different aspects, and I found it really super helpful at times because there are always times as a coach where you get into just a, a, a little bit of a a corner with a player that you need to try and improve and I've always been able to drop back onto my system and say okay go back through the stages and see if it works so I found it very successful uh, I hope you're gonna find it interesting and I hope you're gonna be able to maybe implement parts of it into your game okay so the first P is passion now to be perfectly honest if you haven't got any passion to improve your game you may as well go home. Um, you're dead in the water. Um, we need some passion, all coaches need it, and probably if you're listening to this show, you'll probably already have passion because you're going that extra mile to try and maybe learn something. Uh, the passion is, is there, or we need the passion, should I say, because we need to have some sacrifice, we need to be able to spend some extra time away from maybe loved ones, or it may be a sacrifice in terms of money. There are all kinds of things, but if we haven't got an intrinsic motivation, so by that I mean we're not fastened to the general outcome, we enjoy the process of getting better, we have got something deep down that is really making us want to improve, well then we've got a great chance. Uh, I think coach's job is to try and encourage people, try and get that passion to come out. There are times certainly when we need to try and rekindle some of the passion from players, but largely it comes from within and we absolutely definitely needed in players to be able to take them forwards. Planning is the next P. Winston Churchill said, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I couldn't agree more with that one. Um, I always like to use the analogy of it's a little bit like a car journey. So you need to know your destination, you need to know the route on which you're going to, to go and you need to know what kind of things to pack into that car. Imagine going to the end of your street and not knowing whether to turn left or right in the first steps to be able to reach your destination and it is very much like that. Um, 
all the time. I see golfers, um, sometimes coaches, just just diving in, looking at something, uh, and making what I think is is a bit of a scourge of our game uh, with an unnecessary intervention into someone's game. You know, it, it might be trying to work on on a grip when really we're having no effect to the grip being strong or weak or or whatever. It has no effect to scores. Uh, and yet somebody has just taken a look and, and maybe watched a YouTube video or seen a picture in a book um, and makes a change and, and it isn't the right thing to do. So the key thing for me is that all decisions should be evidence-based. Uh, they should all be having an, an effect on the scores. Uh, they should be a reason as to why they're doing it. Um, and the only way you can really probably truly do this is by gaining good performance stats from your game. Anybody that knows me and knows much about my coaching knows that I love a stat um, and I find it very important that uh, when we're making decisions on a player's game that we try to take as, as much of the emotion out of it as possible. Now, that, that's not strictly true because we want, we want a little bit of emotion for the player to be able to buy in. It would be difficult to get a golfer to buy into certain changes if there wasn't some emotion, some passion as we talked about earlier. But largely, we want to make sure that the areas we're going to really make the time and the effort to improve are going to be the right ones. So, evidence-based, no unnecessary interventions. This, this can be a complicated process, knowing where to start and what to do. So, fortunately, this is where I believe coaches earn their corn because, you know, a good coach will be able to take the information from a player, will be able to take a conversation with a player, he'll be able to look at performance stats, you know, with pro players, it might well be, you know, conversations with caddies and other people and then be able to recommend a way forward. And the key thing then for me in the planning stage of going forwards He's not necessarily where our final destination is. I like that because that, that's sort of like what I call the dream goal, uh, which is like, you know, a guiding star, like the North Star, for want of a better description, through towards your final finishing position. But along that way, there'll be some milestones. But I'm not a massive fan of putting in place goals that are intermediary, like, you know, get on tour, win a tournament, make the Ryder Cup team. It's nice. They, those things will sort of naturally happen. As a coach, what I'm really interested in are the process goals, the things that you're going to do when you start your next practice session. What does it look like? You know, what are your process goals? Is it to practice your putting more? Is it to get the club face more aligned? Is it to get the swing on plane? Is it to get fitter, faster, eat well? All these things can, can have an effect on a game, but the plan must fit in. So they all must fit into the common goal, go through some milestones, but the key thing to plan out is what are your immediate steps? Where is that journey going at the end of your street? What are your process goals when you go into practice? So if we have process goals, the third P must be process. Uh, process is interesting because this is the sexy stuff. This is what all YouTube videos about. It's almost the content of every golf lesson we coaches give. It's the stuff that the club golfer wants to know. You know, what do I do to stop the slice? What do I do here? You know, tips, videos, drills, swing aids, all kinds of things fall into that process. Now, I think the key thing is that you itemize in the planning stage what 
what the end product needs to be but then the process can take many forms the process can be a mechanical change which is mostly what I've just described there in, in golf lessons but it can also be very different things it, it can be strategic it can be all about course management if you need to hit more greens in regulation it may well be you need to go at less pins and then the greens in regulation would, would grow and then score should reduce etc etc so there can be a strategic process uh, obviously there can be a, a, a massive mental process so we, we get golfers all the time that you know can maybe swing it quite well but then don't really take that onto the golf course they don't do very well under pressure etc etc so then there may be a mental process obviously we might need someone to train we might need more flexibility we might need more strength and conditioning so there could be a physical equipment falls into this process if you've got a poorly fitting driver that could be it so the process can can be anything and in in truth it is lots of small things so if someone came to me and said what's the best thing to improve my driving there obviously is one thing but if we take a look at a golfer we can take a view that there might need to be some technical changes there might need to be some strategical changes it might need a new driver and some strength etc etc so you know as soon as we bolt together then maybe four three four five little processes together then we should start to see uh, the benefit at the end of the road this brings me on nicely to uh, a story of one of my um, old tour players and I hadn't been working with him very long um, and he hit the nail really straight on the head with this one because we'd been away in a um, boot camp in Dubai before the Middle East swing of the European tour. Uh, I hadn't been working with him for too long and so I was still trying to get over that you know it's not one thing he tended to obsess a little bit of one area and then you know I tried to say it was the sum of all the parts etc etc and then one morning at breakfast he came down with his laptop and he looked quite excited and he said Coach, take a look at this video. I think this is what you're trying to get up with me. And what he did, he opened up a screen. There was a YouTube video there of an Al Pacino scene from the film Any Given Sunday. Now, I'm sure many of you have seen this. It's a very inspirational YouTube clip. If you haven't seen it, please look it up. Al Pacino, Any Given Sunday. Uh, and he bangs out. He's giving, you know, uh, a riotous team talk before a an American football game and basically he's talking about the inches to be gained with it to be gained sorry within this game of football and he says they're all around your face he says it a little bit more forcefully than I did there uh, but the point is it isn't one thing it's all the small things we do particularly you know as he's talking in that instance in a team game but you know golf can be a team game but even on your own, it's a sum of all the small things that really get us our results. And we watched this video, which is about a minute and a half long or something, and we both looked at each other and I nodded and I said, yep, that's totally it. And I've, I've used that at many presentations and seminars I've spoken at since, because I think it, it sums up nicely what process is all about for a golfer. It's about doing lots of small things all focused in the right area. Once we have a process in place, uh, we used to think that was it, just let people hit loads of golf balls or lots of putts and 
it will filter into the game. Uh, fortunately, now we're a little bit more educated on this subject um, and it, it couldn't be further from the truth. Sometimes it does happen. Sometimes, you know, we make changes, people get the hang of it in practice and they go out and roll it. Uh, fortunately, what happens with a lot of people, and uh, you may well have experienced this, that you know your best game stays unfortunately on the range. And the biggest reason for this is that obviously practicing on the driving range isn't very much like playing on the golf course with trees on both sides of a fairway and you know the pressure of maybe needing a par to win the tournament at the end and all those things that go with it. So the real problem here is that our, our practice isn't done in a very good environment. So my fourth P is pressure. What I like to do is I like to exert some pressure onto players during practice. So whereas I would have just left people hitting golf balls, now what happens as soon as someone is starting to get the hang of maybe a swing change, a shift of body position, anything at all really, what I will pretty quickly move on to is getting them to do maybe some tests that are maybe more environment based that you will get on the course, maybe maybe move to grass, maybe, maybe actually go out on the golf course itself, uh, maybe get a trackman test going, gradually increase um, the things that change it to more like playing golf. And I think uh, my system of five Ps would have probably been four Ps 10 years ago had it not been for my good friend Ian Highfield, who's now a, a super performance coach working out in the States, who's really opened my mind up to being able to move people through the stages of, of gradually introducing that environment and being able to get the changes to a golf swing to work out on the golf course. So very, very important that once you start to understand what is going on, how you need to change your swing, once you can do it in a in a very sterile environment, I think that that's a great way to go forward. And that brings us nicely now to the, the fifth P, performance, because uh, performance is uh, not something that we should just expect to happen. We have to prepare for it. So there's a lot of things that go into the final execution of performance, you know, preparing, having strategy to play the course, warming up correctly, etc etc but it's absolutely massive that we don't have expectations uh, that will ruin our performance so the mental coaches earn their corn here in this area uh, what we need to make sure is that we just go through the process of, of playing our round of golf so that again there's a there's a process towards the act of playing the tournament round of golf but my real biggest thing I think that is important about performance is that we reflect correctly. Uh, almost all the players that I've worked with that have had any long-term success have been pretty skillful at looking at their round of golf very objectively, you know, maybe in conjunction with collecting the stats, etc., but have been able to reflect well on the round of golf. They've been able to say, what have I done well? What did I not do so well? What do I need to work on next? They've been able to relay information to their coaches on what to do, what hasn't felt well. And so it's been very easy to go right back to the start and create a plan or look at that plan again and say, this is where we need to go. So the reflection for me is the key part of performing.
So there we have the five P's. Um, it's my system, it's what I rely on. The first P is passion. If we haven't got it, we're struggling. We need that to be able to make the commitment to do all the rest. If there's no plan in place, we're gonna make some mistakes. We're gonna go down some wrong routes. We're gonna work on the wrong things altogether. We're not gonna know where to turn first in this journey. The journey is all about process, lots of small things, purposeful practice, lots of intensity, all moving towards a common goal. Once we start to get those working in practice, we have to put them under the fourth pre, which is pressure. We have to create this process of practicing more in the environment so it will work, it will stand up under tournament conditions. And when we do that, we can move a step closer to performance. We shouldn't necessarily expect it because the game is, is unexpected at times, but we should definitely reflect well on it and then come back to the start and it becomes like a revolving door. So my key takeaway here is have a look at these, the five P's, call them whatever you want. I don't really care on there, but look, have you got these aspects in your game, in your development plan to move forwards? Have you got these things? And, and keep looking at them. And even if you only take one or two, you're on the way to moving forward and hopefully getting a little bit better with your game. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed the first episode of Winning Golf. I'm Mark Pearson. Let's try and help you take your game to the next level. You have just listened to the Winning Golf Podcast with Mark Pearson. Please subscribe and review in all the usual places on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and for further information, visit www.pmg.academy. Take your game to the next level.